I'm Kaylee. And I'm Diana. And this is After Midnight. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is chapter 15. This chapter was humongous. I know. And so much happens. Oh my God. Okay. So like so much happens. I'm trying to remember. Okay. So this, it opens up with, this is the vision that we were so confused about from the previous chapter. Yeah. They set that up so weird, but it's like, okay, I guess they were trying to leave us on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. But now we know basically that Alice saw him killing her in the, in the meadow. Yeah. Which is... Ew. Which is all I, you know, all I could think about is that deleted scene from Twilight that you sent me. Yes, where, yeah. In the biology room. Where yes. He's just like attacking her and it yes. looks so awkward. Yeah. So I couldn't get that out of my head, but I was like, damn, okay, this is like new information that we didn't know before mm-hmm. that at one point he, he actually did kill her, I guess. That is scary. Yeah. I guess. It makes a lot more things in Twilight make sense. Yeah. So um. much. <laughs> and then, like, there was a point where he was like, okay, I'll just leave. And then Alice was like, no, this is what will happen if you leave. And I was like, ooh, a little new moon action. I literally, I wrote yeah. down, I was like, this is just really, really heavy new moon foreshadowing. Yes. Like, so heavy. Like, there's a possibility. Exactly. Well, yeah, he even made this one comment about, like, all of the seasons changing really fast. And I was like, is that no a weird... way. Yeah, I, he, like, said it. I wish I would have written down notice word that. for word. But I heard him say that, and I was like, all I can think of is her sitting in that chair and, like, yeah. the season's changing really And it fast. was like she looked dead, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is – yeah, we could all visualize this. This is literally just her depressed, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And then it was, like, a lot of back and forth between Edward and Alice, which yeah. I liked because I – I do, I've, too. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Stephanie Meyer, I, I like her dialogue. I think she does dialogue oh, yeah. really well. But then also – I definitely wrote at some point, like, are we driving? <laughs> I see. So yeah, I said, so apparently they're back in Alice's car. <laughs> okay. So this whole I think thing. They are. Oh, right. Yes. Because they're going to hunt. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And also like there's this, that freak out in gym and then they leave gym mm-hmm. and then they're in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're in the car. Um, She's basically just kind of laying on him all the different probabilities, I guess, and, like, which ones are stronger and which ones are not. And I guess this is meaning to us that him killing her was a probability at some point. And it's just getting smaller and smaller, which I found was really interesting. But also terrifying. It, like, kind of, I don't know. Like, I I get that this is his perspective, and obviously vampires are usually um, murderous. Yeah, it probably would have been cheesy and unrealistic if there wasn't a high probability that he'd kill. Oh them. yeah, oh absolutely. They're like animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked. I thought it was interesting how at one point she showed him the probability, like the probability of her being a vampire. Yeah. And so he was like, I. Re- he said she's dead either way. So I was like, ooh. Spooky. I mean, yeah, it's like true. Like, I forget, I forget sometimes that, like, the vampires are, like, corpses. Oh, yeah. They're just, like, really pretty corpses. And, like, (laughs) (laughs) they don't breathe. They don't, like, there's, from what I'm assuming, there's no blood. They say they're venom. Maybe they're full of venom, and that's it. Like, Hmm. for some, I don't know, bodily fluid, I guess. But (laughs) I have no idea. She never really, I will say, like, obviously this isn't, a vampire diaries podcast but um one thing i do appreciate about the vampire diaries is they talk a lot more about how they do things like to seem human than stephanie meyer kind of gets into um there's a part and i don't know if this is in the book so if you're a book reader of the vampire diaries i'm sorry i'm strictly just a television show (laughs) watcher but um when one of the characters is teaching another character to be a vampire he's like we eat um it doesn't taste very good but then i have to like you know he's like we eat and then they drink coffee to keep their blood to keep their yeah like they keep they drink coffee to have a um normal body temperature 
Weird. Yeah. So I've, I don't know. I like other, some of the other like vampire yeah, that's realities or not realities. What would you call that? I don't know. Fictional but, realities? Yeah. Fictional realities. I just wonder, I want to know, I want to know the biology, I guess, of yeah. uh, the vampires and Stephanie Meyer's world. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it was cool to get more backstory of like Alice's, like what Alice goes through when she sees mm-hmm. all these visions, like yeah. how they're, because I don't, it's not clear in the movies. I mean, Jasper says it at one point where he says like her visions change depending mm-hmm. on, but it, they don't the go course, in, yeah. yeah. Right, the course that people are on. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting, like, them explaining it, like, a knot. And there's all these webs. Different, and yeah. Things. And, oh, my God, speaking of confusing and knots, I saw Tenant. Oh. I finally saw Tenant. Did you and like it? And I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but, like, I well, it was just hella confusing. Like, if you thought Inception was confusing, this is a thousand hundred million times more confusing. I kind of want to watch it then now. You definitely should I watch like it. Being confused sometimes. Yes, but you like you definitely should watch it. I feel like it needs a second re- like it needs a second watch. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, like Rob was the best part of that movie. I oh, I, okay. I I don't know if I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> I think we're both a little biased, but that's okay. He's a great actor. Oh my god, he just like. He can do everything. He was he was like the action hero of that movie. And he was oh. so likable. He was just like the funny kind of spunky sidekick. And he was so good. Okay. I want to see him as that. Oh, my. I've never he seen was him like, as like. He, he had little jokes and like, oh, my God. I would watch it again just for him. I mean, he was okay. incredible. He, this is like, that set him up for Batman, I feel. Like, he's going to oh, be really? such a good... Yeah, because he it proves that he can do action stuff. Like, he can do stunts. He can okay, do that's, true. that's true. Yeah. He, it was great. So, wait, why was I talking about this? Oh, because it made me think of Tenant in that there's all these different scenarios and webs and things. And this, I liked how... I thought Stephanie Meyer did a good job at, at explaining this. Like, this... I did, too, like, because... I don't know. I I find people who can, or like characters, people, whatever you want to call them, who can see the future very interesting because mm-hmm. I kind of am like, how does that play out for them? You know? Yeah. Like, there's all these different ways. I like the way that they set up Alice because I feel like that's very realistic, I guess, because obviously things change, you know, yeah. like the butterfly effect, as they say, yeah, like uh-huh, one uh-huh. small of a butterfly's wing changes the course of like someone's life in across the world yeah so I'm very into that idea yeah it's good listen that part um, I think twice though because yeah like she was mentioning she's being really vague and mentioning all these mm-hmm. things like at one point she talks about like a trial and then yeah I, and I was like is that in the dance studio like she was like there's gonna I... be right my I my question was she keeps bringing up a crisis and in my mind I first was like oh of course the Volturi but then I'm like okay well this is only Twilight like this is only Twilight time so is it James is it the Volturi is it everything mm-hmm. I just want to know yeah. what this crisis is because she keeps being like if you get past the crisis it's all fine right but it's like okay what's the crisis is it James is it Victoria is it the Volturi is it Renesme like what is <laughs> that's true yes actually when he sees another vision of hers where Bella is fine she's still mm-hmm. human and she's sitting next to Edward and Alice is like at her feet which I thought was mm-hmm. weird or something yeah. I was like is this while she's pregnant because he was oh. like she's still human and we're all sitting together in the house I don't and know I was thinking- as curves yeah right we have curves. curves yeah yeah so which like, i'll get further into this but these <laughs> two chapters edward's description of the female bot okay i won't get into it now no, tell me no wait oh it, it'll come up again oh I, just, I know what you're talking about i know what you're talking about yeah. i just like i know what you're talking Meyer. about what are you doing <laughs> yes i actually i know what you're talking about much that's yep that's much later um Okay, I wrote, he's accelerating. Are they in the car again? LOL. <laughs> <So good. laughs> um, oh. I will say. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. Oh, so when it comes to, obviously, she's telling all these different probabilities and possibilities, and Edward is reacting to every single one of them. I know Alice says it to him, but 
I I understand Edward's reasoning. It's never like I don't understand what anyone's reasoning, I guess, in these books are. But I get really annoyed with him when he makes all these decisions for him and Bella. He's just like not thinking or taking into consideration her wishes, her wants. As much as he's like obsessed with her and loves her, it's like you would think that he would, I don't know, be like, what does Bella think about this? I understand yeah. it, but sometimes I get a little annoyed at him. I'm like, come on, just ease up just a smidge. <laughs> right. Like he's always planning the next step, but like hasn't. The first step hasn't even happened. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is always like the cute or uncomfy. I know. Like, sometimes I think it's cute because he, like, loves her so much he's, like, taking charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But then it's, like... He wants the best for her, and that's essentially what love is, is wanting the best for the person that you love. Right. But what's... I don't know. What you think may be the best for someone is not what's actually what's best for them. I thought it was trigger warning, talks of suicide. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting that he did mention that he had thought to kill himself before. Yeah. Or because I was... Do it? Yes. Because I was very much like, while I w- the whole series, I'm always thinking like, what if I was in that scenario? Mm-hmm. You know, what if like I lived for a billion years and everyone I ever loved died? I think at some point, like I would want to be like, okay, I'm, I'm out. Like I'm... Oh, definitely. I yeah. would... I think... Yeah, I, anytime someone, you know, is like, would you rather? I never choose immortality as much as I am weirded out by my own mortality. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, I would never want to be immortal because like you just said, anyone and everyone that you ever love or grow attached to is going to die unless you give them that same fate mm-hmm. as you. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, so that's why I understand where he's coming from. But, you know. Yeah. So that was like when he got out of the car and he was like, he needed a minute to think or whatever. And he was like, what do I do? Like, do I do this? Do I do that? And I was like, oh, okay. Edward like got real for a minute. Was mm-hmm. really talking about ending it all. Um, and like, I was like Having glad. else do it for him. Like, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was glad at least it got a little realistic. Cause like, I feel like that's, that, yeah, that would be a thought that someone would have for sure. Um, oh, Absolutely. But then it was, like, cute how Alice talks about just, like, I don't know. I was, like, probably, like, thinking bigger picture. But a lot of this chapter is about, like, manifestation. And if you, like, mm-hmm. think it, it will happen. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of, like, you could bring that into your real-world scenario. Is like, she just oh, kept definitely. being, like, think positive thoughts, think positive thoughts, and it'll happen. And then as he was doing it, the percentages mm-hmm. of hope were getting greater. That was, like, kind of cute to, like... I did like that. It very, very put very, that in your pocket. Yeah, like uplifting. Very uplifting. Way to go, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a lot of just like, what do we do? A lot of scenarios, and then oh right, they were hunting. Mm-hmm. That was another. <laughs> suddenly, they're like sniffing <sighs> animals out. She's so good at dialogue, but just so bad at painting a, p- a picture of like <laughs> what's yeah. going on. Just like have it, have that be the scene. They don't need yeah. to be like doing all this other stuff. No. Or like weave the actions into, she, she writes very much like, here's a big chunk of dialogue. Here's an action mm-hmm. that they do. Or here's a scene. Here's a, here's big, a yeah. big chunk of dialogue. Like if she could just weave that in a little bit more, I think the writing would be so much better. And a little more flawless. Cause I... Or not flawless, seamless. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's already kind of hard to, and this is my personal opinion, and it could be because I'm listening and not reading. Mm-hmm. But again, Kaylee, aka me, has ADD, <laughs> so I have to listen. Um, I think sometimes, it. Be, I think because it is Edward and he uses so many like metaphors and big, I don't know. I hate to use the word like, the phrase big words but like yes big words Old time and yeah and so sometimes I'm just like what are we what are we doing like too she also much talks in circles like yes yes okay over over. yes <laughs> so yeah it can get hella confusing it's it can get confusing but it's still so good 
Yeah, I'm it was telling that. It was my... like the first scene that was like really new for us. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is nowhere, anywhere. There's nothing like this other yeah. than maybe there might have been a mention that, you know, he told Bella he was going up to hunt. But like he mm-hmm. said that so many times throughout the series yeah. that it's really hard to like know which time is which. Um, I was wishing while I was reading this that like, wouldn't this be so cool if they had almost filmed Twilight and then mm-hmm. also filmed Midnight Sun? Yes. Like, uh. And then they could have released them almost like back to back or something. Like, why hasn't a studio done that? Done like two, I don't know. Done like both perspectives of a movie and then released both movies? Like, that would be great. That would be sick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they were, forgive me if I'm wrong about this, but I want to say, remember when it was such a big deal? that there was two part, like it was like a part one of a movie and then a part two of a movie. Yeah. And like they released one, I think uh, Breaking Dawn was, part one was what released in like a fall of 2011 or something like that. And then the other one was like end of the summer, just that same yep. year. So you yep. didn't even have to wait like a full year mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. between the two. And, like, that was a big deal. They could have totally done that with Twilight and Midnight Yeah. I mean, I know that, like, obviously, I know everything about the Twilight movie because I'm so obsessed. But (laughs) the Twilight movie only had, like, 38, 37 million to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess maybe they couldn't because of budget or whatever. That's true. That's true. But that just would have been so great. I just want this movie so bad. You know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking too, actually, because someone messaged me recently and was talking, they were like, oh, I just watched the Twilight Saga. And I was like, oh, welcome. Like, so welcome to. (laughs) (laughs) And they were basically saying, which is totally, totally cool, is that they just like thought that the first one was stupid and that all the movies (sighs) progressively get better. I know, I can't relate, but. But I was I was thinking like I just feel like so few people understand how that first movie made such waves in terms of like launching an entire like aesthetic. Oh my god, yeah. Like think about Twilight aesthetic. It's like those like it's like we- woods, it's like mm-hmm. The blue tin. It's, the, it's, it's just it's the like blue the, tin. That's all we no, really have like, to say about I've it. I've seen all these great super cuts of like quick clips and it's just yes. like, you can Ooh. just like, you feel can just it like smell it. Feel it. Yes. Yeah. You can just like, and that's all because of that first movie. Like oh, I don't, absolutely. none of the other movies, I mean, New Moon a little bit, but none of the other movies like bottled that, like a feeling. To me, they all had like kind of different tints I guess you could say like obviously the first one was the blue tint and it was right there in front of your face there's no denying it and I think the rest of them obviously got a little warmer Breaking Dawn 1 and 2 definitely had a gold tint to them yes which we hate we've said I don't really know Eclipse was very blue but in a different way yeah I was gonna say it's almost like a teal yes yeah um, I don't really know what I would consider the second one maybe like a reddish brown I don't know yeah. that's kind of like what I get but it could just be because the wolves but yeah it was a contrast to the to yeah. the first but, but why did why know. did I start talking about this oh yeah because um I was just thinking about how what like color like midnight sun would have been or what that Ooh. vibe would have been like that would have been so honestly cool. I kind of like I don't know I'm getting like Maybe maybe I'm just like fixating on like the blue. He, yeah, but well, I kind of feel like it'd be like a um I don't know how to describe it, like a silvery gray, black. Yes, yes, yeah. like a very like maybe even a bluish gray, mm. bluish gray purple sort of thing. Yeah, purple. When I say purple, I mean like a muted purple, not yeah. like I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I just want it so badly. There is some, there is, and I'll talk about it when we get to it, but there's a part where I even wrote down, I was like, I would give so much (laughs) just to have a scene of this. Yes, Um, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's finish up this scene with Alice and Edward. Um, Oh, I wrote, ew, force feeding. Oh, God, yeah. he was talking about being, like, engorged by all the food. Yes. Gross. I laughed at him and his concern for the lion population, <laughs> which, which, like, thank you, Edward. It's so important to conserve the wildlife population and making sure that, was such that a everything is working. But he's like, but the park, and I don't know about the lion. And I was just like, oh, my God. 
Yes, that was such a weird thing for Stephanie Meyer to slip in. Like she I thought like it was funny. That people are going to come for her for like the killing of the animals. Um, oh he also like, says blood full. I wrote a lot of like ews because like the descriptions of being full I, of blood is so gross. Um, I just, and I, I wish I could, I should have written down the dialogue that this happened, but a lot of the things I just like put in quotations where I'm like, Edward, why? He described Bella as not a girl, but a woman. And all I could think oh, yeah. about <laughs> that song was, I was like, cue Britney Spears. Wait, was um, that when he saw her on the couch? Mm. Is that when he said that? I think it was. He's still talking to Alice, so I'm... Oh, you know what? Yes, that was. That was. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. And then it's like, Edward, isn't that only like a year from now? Yeah, he's so... Like two years. She suddenly becomes like a woman. A woman. A woman. Yeah, okay. So a lot of good Edward Alice dialogue. I The Alice dialogue was so great. I could almost see her little like mousy face. Mm-hmm. Like... While she, that whole time, it was good. Um, and then he goes back home. And I wrote, shower? <laughs> Does he say shower? Yes, he takes a shower. He says, I had to wash the woods off me. And I was like, do they use hot or cold water? Oh, my God. I, I maybe, okay, so, like. Do they even I, feel water on them? I don't know. I also, I don't think I ever considered the fact that they shower because no. they don't sweat but I guess you know if you're smell, running around yeah, mud, yeah you're gonna like oh my god why did I never think of that I just I assume they don't eat and they don't sleep I just kind of assume <laughs> they don't shower either which is maybe I know so he's the first thing he did when he got home was jump in that shower I was also like where's the scene Where's the visual? I would need the visual of Edward in the shower. I it, yeah, I do too. For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh my God, why did I not? I just must have glazed over that part because. Yeah. And then there was like a little moment with Carlisle where they just kind of looked at each other and had like, we get, we get each other. And so then Carlisle left. Everybody left because they wanted to give him some like moody time. Oh my God, why does this entire family revolve around <laughs> Edward? Have you ever thought about that? He's literally like, and then also when you think about how long he's been with the family, he's just like the moody grandpa. He is. He's just I mean, like, he's been there longer than uncle. Esme. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, then, okay, so then I have a lot of notes about the clothes. Do you want to set um, up that scene? Well, yeah, isn't he? He's kind of like, he's just, he's like, well, I got to look into the back of my closet, got to see whatever. Because he's getting ready for their date where I'm yes. assuming, which I mean, I think is so cute, but he's trying to basically find an outfit that is going to make him look bad to her. No, it's to, it's to, it's an outfit that will show skin so that he can show what he's like in the sun. Oh, yeah. Well, but he's trying to do it to scare her. Yeah. <laughs> So basically trying to find the worst outfit. Yeah. I mean, it's a, and he ends up going with like, what, like a cotton blouse? Well, first he's like, first he explains that they don't, this was kind of weird. He was like, we don't wear clothes that contrast our skin. What does that even mean? And then I was like, this is such a, this is so different from the movies. Because if you remember in all of the movies, they always have them in like black, navy, brown yeah they do so i was like wow there's a world in which all the cullens only wear like whites and creams however i can kind of see that because i want to say emmett in the first scene of twilight is wearing this oh the white white outfit yeah and like it's just white everywhere and then i want to say esme does something similar in that movie yeah, maybe you're right. I could just be, I could be imagining that. I, I guess I'm just picturing them in the books as like the full like Ralph oh, Lauren yeah. family. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like I always turtlenecks and things. Like sweater vest. And maybe that's like. Yeah. I genuinely see that. I remember like when I was reading the books, I imagined Rosalie to dress like, um, like one of the plastics from Mean Girls. I don't know why. I just like I was like that's probably Rosalie's vibe because it's 2005. If you're gonna yeah. tell me that Rosalie wasn't wearing exactly like what all of the it girls mm-hmm. wore, 
Yeah. So that was kind of interesting to know that there was like another world in which they were only white, basically. Um, and it's then he describes he describes the white button down shirt, and it's like short sleeved. And I was like, "Ew! Can you picture Edward in like a short sleeve button down with like the collar?" I was like, very not i was very gross out i mean it kind of made me think of that v-neck he wears in eclipse yeah oh yeah that like is just like pale and kind of just hanging off him and sh- that was short-sleeved i guess i'm just trying hard to imagine i feel like like is it form-fitting or is it just like yeah i would think it would loose. be form-fitting little I tapered so. tapered in yeah. there Maybe maybe he can pull it off. He said it was like in the back of his closet, though. I remember that part. Yes. Well, do you remember why? Well, because he doesn't want anyone to see his skin, so they like can't really wear it there, and that's why he chose it. But then there was also that thing about Alice. (laughs) Then he overlays on the white button up a sweater. Yes. And I was like, there he is, the sweater. There he is. (laughs) There's Edward. Sweater king. Loves his sweaters. Okay, but then the reason that he, that shirt was there is that years and years ago when Alice was shopping for them, she was like, here, take this shirt. And he was like, what's this for? And she was like, I don't know, but just like, take it. Remember? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you when I'm listening to these, I yes. like write down what I laugh at and that's... But- <laughs> No, she oh like gosh, predicted that just, like, it. Me chills. I know. Like years and years ago, she was like, I don't know, just like take this shirt. And then he just was like weirded out and put it in the back of his closet. And so he was like, her tentacles just like go oh, I remember that through time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, Edward, don't use that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So then now comes your favorite part. Okay. So it's December 1990. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you back. December this 19. is the scene. I would give anything for this to be a movie scene. Yeah. I can just see it. I see it in that lighting where he's like at the movie theater. And what is that? Yes. In New Moon? No, that was Breaking Dawn, actually, because it was their wedding oh, night. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I hate imagining. That I know that. I know. Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's their wedding night. <laughs> Um, because he's trying to deter her. Okay, anyway, yeah. sorry, this is not a Breaking Dawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I wish that it was. Um, I So yeah, it's December 1919. And he's a newborn, I'm assuming. And, you know, Carlisle has had him on a quarantine, which I find, how strange. Yeah. Um, because he, obviously, like, newborn, trying to kill people. Mm-hmm. Carlisle's not about that life. Got to keep him contained. Got to keep him, you know, he's got the amber eyes. Not the golden ones. The <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just going to list a bunch of bullet points that I wrote about this. Okay. Of course, Carlisle is worthy of his idolation. Yes. Ad- idolization. Truth. Edward finally admits that he's arrogant, and I just said, ha, 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 for about... <laughs> An entire line. Um, he didn't really like that like for himself, though. I think Edward from the very beginning is very much like, I kind of wish I would have just died. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Christmas part where he, like, walks in oh to wherever they're staying. He's, like, the table and, like, the beds pushed aside. And at first I was like, where are they going to sleep? And then I was like, wait, they don't sleep. <laughs> Um, with the fir tree, and like I just imagine Carlisle with this like dad grin, butter. <laughs> yes, this grin on his face, pure joy. And Edward is such a fucking. I'm like teenager. He's like I thought that I was I was completing a test, and this is why he wanted me away. That's all he could keep saying. He's like, what? I don't. He's, he's like, just, I didn't pass the test. Oh my god! Like just there was no shut test. Up and string some popcorn with your freaking dad. Like just. <laughs> I also. Oh my god! This has nothing to do with that scene, but I got into how I imagined a Christmas scene with them, and uh, it's the little fr- uh, fir tree in the corner. I imagine Carlisle in a dad sweater, blood nog, <laughs> the popcorn stringing him dead. Um, but then he starts talking about not belonging to this world. Which, again, emo, Edward. Oh, my God, yes. But, he said, no, go ahead. 
Oh no, go for it. No, he said he was like, I felt too old for this. And I wrote, when don't you? When don't oh you gosh. feel too old for everything, Edward? Like he's not even that old. Like at this, at this point, he for sure. Oh my god! Actually, yeah. So it's December nineteen nineteen, and that was after the Spanish flu. So he's not even been a vampire for a year. <laughs> what? You just did, you just did like the meme of like all of the like numbers and stuff. Like okay, it's nineteen nineteen. <laughs> It's been a full year. <laughs> the Spanish flu is dwindling. Um. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> he, he basically was like, I feel too old for this. Um, what a nerd. I also was thinking about a lot about when um, another favorite scene from Twilight, but I was thinking about when when Edward is sucking Bella's blood and, and Carlisle is like, find the will. Remember when mm-hmm. he like just to keep saying that? And I was like, this is some cute backstory kind of mm-hmm. like for that because we learn how he like trained him so well. Mm-hmm. So it's like they went out on all these, they had all these tests. He was mm-hmm. like, he brought him to this hotel. It was like a lot of mental, physical training. And so now thinking about that scene in Twilight where he's like, he's with him. Because I always thought when I was watching Twilight, I was like, why doesn't Carlisle just take over? Like, yeah. Why doesn't Carlisle just shoo Edward away and, like, fix it all? Because he can handle it. But now it's kind of like he was like, Edward, like, you can do this. We've done this. Like, we're in this together. That was kind of cute. I like that, too. I also, however, okay, so when Carlisle was taking him on all these little tests and they were happy to be around humans, um, Edward just basically called all of us ugly. (laughs) 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 He does. He's like so rounded and lumpy and like Dude, frail. And, and I'm like, faces, lumpy faces. I'm like, what? You mean like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, Dude, other than right. just like human. I was thinking about that too, though. Like, if you forever had your skin like perfectly set on your bones, yeah, I would. I probably think everyone was lumpy also. Like, hello, <laughs> we have like cartilage and shit behind. Oh, yeah. We have an acne. Aston, <laughs> and we have a bunch of stuff under there. Um, but yeah, I found that a little, I just found it weird. And I also was like, you're literally in love with a human. Right. Do is you not think that lumpy? her face is lumpy? Bitch. <laughs> or does she have like a, ve- I don't know. Or does he think she looks dead all the time? I mean, she does have a bit of a dead look to her. She does. I guess that is true. Other than her chocolate brown eyes. But, Shots um. fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is one of my favorite parts. Uh, Edward smells someone familiar yet strange, which when I first read this, I was worried that it was going to be like, like a human that he actually kills and he's like reflecting on it. But yeah, no, nope, yeah. just turns out to be uh, Siobhan and Maggie. And was Liam there or were they saying that he wasn't? there i want to say that he wasn't there wasn't there okay but i remember liam and all of them from breaking dawn yes that's what i was gonna say Mm -hmm. is she the woman the irish woman yes yes so it's so siobhan um and like maggie which is the younger one and then i'm assuming liam is siobhan's partner or maybe Mm -hmm. just friend i guess yeah they never really like delve into that too much Mm -hmm. um but before this I'm kind of, like, thinking that, because he was, you know, saying, he's like, you know, Carlisle has never introduced me to any other vampires. Um, And I was just kind of taking that as, he's probably just afraid that since you're a newborn, that someone's going to, like, show you how, quote-unquote, fun it is to be an actual vampire. He's probably just, like, trying to make sure that you're a vegetarian before you go out and, like, meet all these people. But it's Edward and... Also, I mean, I think Edward brought up a good point. At one point, he said, like, he was talking about the specials Mm -hmm. and, or what do you call them? The gifted or something? Yeah, the gifted people or something like that. Why did I call them specials? (laughs) Maybe maybe he did say that. Maybe he did. Special or gifted? Something like that. But when he was talking about that, he was like, Carlisle didn't bring up the fact that Edward had a gift because, and I don't know, wait, I don't know if he actually said this or if I was thinking it, but basically it's like, Carlisle doesn't necessarily want people to think he's like collecting anybody either. Yeah. 
That's so, just not how Carlisle is. Yeah. So maybe Carlisle didn't introduce Edward to anybody because he didn't want people to think he was like trying to harvest him. Or they didn't want those people to poach him because yeah. they want someone gifted. Right. So he was like just the Volturi. <laughs> protected. <laughs> um Every time you say the Volturi. <laughs> Wait, don't you want to talk about how you describe Siobhan as intensely my God. male? Okay. So when he first started talking about her, <laughs> I didn't like the one of the first words he's I and like forewarning I'm about to cuss because my note said this I said what the fuck Edward she was the largest woman I've ever seen I about spit until he went on to say that she was very very female and not masculine Uh, and then I started laughing because I was like oh never mind Edward was into it (laughs) wait was he I couldn't I I, couldn't gauge is that what you're saying so I think he was, okay, so at first I thought he was, like, body shaming her, and I was about to get real angry. <laughs> I was about to be like, Stephanie Meyer, you know better. Um, I think he was just kind of, like, being, I think he was just in awe that she was, like, so big. But big doesn't always mean negative. Big can be, like, tall and yeah full. And I yeah. think that's what he was describing. Like, big boobed? Yeah, I think she was just like <laughs> I was womanly. imagining her almost like plump, but can vampires yeah, be yeah. plump? Well, I think so. Like fecund. It, because we're I mean, I know that they change a little bit, but I think when you're a vampire, it just takes what you already look like and like kind of makes you a little extra hot. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessarily like change your entire I that. how do I sign I know I'm, I'm like how do I do like a mini upgrade like a 2.0 Jesus um I think he was just in awe that she was probably the most like womanly figured person or vampire or whatever that he yeah, had seen had because he does say it wasn't because she was masculine she was very very female and I just kind of took that as oh so she's not just like a stick Muscular. she's not a, yeah she's not a child essentially and i'm yeah. not saying that anyone who's not feminine looking is a child but <laughs> just yeah weird description overall for sure of Siobhan. i just i was just like why do we need to do this and then he started going in on maggie about how like and then you have maggie and she's like yes small and like not that great because he did say that siobhan was like beautiful yeah um so you're just going in on Maggie about how she looked. And Edward's always like, he's so judgy. He really is. And I kind of, like, I love him, but I'm just like, <laughs> you can't, we, we, we gotta him, do something. <laughs> yeah, like, we gotta do something about that. Because I hate the way that he describes women yeah, so much. It's weird. Because I've never seen, I've never, so far, has he described a man in a weird way. Yeah, that's true. So... What the fuck, Edward? Yeah, Stephanie Meyer has, has some, like, weird, like, male gaze issues or something. I think so, too. That's okay, though. Whatever, I guess. Um, I liked that Siobhan described Edward. He, she said, um, he's quite pretty. Mm-hmm. Accurate. I mean, yeah. He is quite pretty. <laughs> he is quite. <laughs> um, and then she made, she made reference to... This was a, another fun tidbit. Is that the eyes show gifts. Oh, I, I, I remember, I remember her saying. talking about like his eyes and how they were different, but I, I was taking it more as like, they were catching on to the fact that, um, he's being brought up to be vegetarian because they're, yeah. they, they have red eyes, which means that they just, you know, yeah. they're normal vampires. But there was, for some reason, I thought, I, I don't know if he said it or Siobhan was thinking it or something, but I thought it was like insinuating that the difference in eye color in amber color mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, oh oh be interesting like yeah i was taking like, it as i was yeah. taking it as they were catching on to edward being a new but vegetarian but vegetarian. that would make more sense i don't i don't know i might have to reread that i don't know if i'm spreading rumors but i feel like that would be cool if like alice and edward had like light amber eyes and then everyone else had like darker amber or something Ooh, yeah i kind of want to i want to see about that yeah because that would make sense that would make more sense than actually because she 
Maggie knew because Maggie's gifted. That's yeah. why Siobhan changed her. Yeah. Which, so that Siobhan is a collector. Basically. Whereas Carlisle's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maggie knew he was gifted and was like saying all these things. And, um, and then it came to the part where uh, Siobhan is curious about the Volturi. And I said, why? Why would you be curious about the Volturi? I think she just she wants to join wants- I think she wants to join them. I think she finds them powerful. And I think that's why she wanted to collect Maggie because she was gifted. Yeah. Um, because it says she changed Maggie because she knew she was gifted. Which, which is also is, like how? Yeah, that's, I don't, did they really ever explain? I, I assumed Maggie's gift was like similar to Edward's because. If she could like, I think, tell if someone's lying. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, almost like a lie detector. Oh. That's what it seemed like because she was like, there's something Carlisle's not saying. But that was I the wonder. extent of it. I don't know if it, I don't think it's full-blown mind reading. You know, now I'm like, so I know that Carlisle is not the kind of soul to like choose Edward only because of his gifts because I want to say he didn't know about it at first, right? Yeah, I feel like, this it kind of this is a little bit like it doesn't really make sense because that would mean that Edward could read people's thoughts even always he was changed mm-hmm. and that he's never really referenced. Yeah, I know. I know. Alice has talked about how she beforehand could could yeah so, yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. then I got to thinking again. I'm going to bring up the Spanish flu. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but trigger warning: Spanish flu. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I can't. Um, I, so obviously like Carlisle's a doctor, always has been. Yeah. Great. So obviously he would be in a hospital with many people who have Spanish flu. I never understood why just Edward, what was so special about Edward? I know. That, yeah. So I can understand why maybe someone would assume that that's why that he knew Edward was gifted, Mm -hmm. but according to Edward and Carlisle, that's not the case. So I just want to know why, (laughs) (laughs) why did you choose him out of everyone? Yeah, it's true. He just wanted a son, maybe. True. Mm. Maybe, maybe they don't talk about it, but maybe like he was one of his favorite patients. I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe, was it Where's wait, the wait, backstory? I know. There, it was like it was like five seconds in the Twilight. In the first movie. movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's like the um, meme I sent you. This that there's this great <laughs> meme that's like Stephanie Meyer could either write a brand new book about different perspectives and backstories, or she could just rewrite Twilight for like the fourth time. <laughs> or she could just continue confusing the hell out of all of us for ten years straight. Um <laughs> So yeah, I just want to know why. The only thing I can maybe think of is that maybe Edward was the only child, and I say that in quotations because he was 17, <laughs> child there who lost a parent. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just like, what was your reasoning? Why? We could, we could like dissect this like for days, but we'll never get the answers. No, we won't. Um, I think that it's cute that Edward was like, are we a coven? I thought that was really cute. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so cute. I was like, okay. Dad and son. Little dad and son coven. That is Um, so cute. That was a pure thought. It was. I have nothing else for this chapter, really. That was, it was a beefy chapter. A lot happened. Do you? I think Maggie, so what I wrote down, though, is so when Maggie's kind of being Maggie in this (laughs) part of the chapter, and she's, like, going on, like, you're taking away from him, like, the greatest joy of life and like mm-hmm. he's not a, oh is this Siobhan talking I think it oh, was okay so it was either Siobhan or Maggie um they said something that I think may have been the reason why Edward kind of like left Esme and Carlisle for a while and like then went on his his bender <laughs> yeah his like killing rampage of men who were yeah disgusting mm-hmm. um and then I said good for him um <laughs> But then she brought up the very greatest joy that life had to offer him. And I was like, for, I took that at first as I was like, are they really saying that like killing people is the greatest? 
yeah. <laughs> that this like vampire life could offer him, but then he turned it and made it about Bella. And I was like, oh, okay, Aww. that makes a little more sense. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. I was also like, that's a, that was very intense for still just being in like the beginning stages of things. Oh, oh yeah. Like he just jumps from like meeting a girl to like, this is my very reason for being here. <laughs> I know, but I guess she kind of does too. If I mean, yeah, you're right. You're they're sure. supposed to be I like, really, I think consuming at love. some point I might reread re- re- Twilight. I think I might. I think I, yeah. I just, just to see, I don't know. Just to see if I still know if anything, you know, Mm -hmm. that serotonin hit. (laughs) That serotonin hit. So that was chapter 15. 15. And then we got a cute little baby. We got a little baby chapter, which, <laughs> thank God. I know. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I love Edward so much, but I don't know if I can hear Jake Abel um, talk himself <laughs> into circles being Edward for very much longer. <laughs> I know. It's true. This was a good change of pace. I liked that it opened up with like, um, it was like Edward meets Bella at home and then mm-hmm. they look at each other and it's like, well, one of us is going to have to change. I know. <laughs> I also they thought both it was wore the same thing. You know, it just kind of is a cute little like, oh, they're cute no matter what. Because right, because of how intense they both are as individuals, it sometimes I think can be lost that they're literally just like two teenagers in love, yeah. and like they just fit really well together. Right. Um, I think, and I'm guilty of doing this. I kind of like project my own age onto their yeah um, yeah decisions and choices and they do things which I need to just remember that they're 17 that's true um but I thought it was cute though that like when he was aka spying on her but like (laughs) waiting for their date essentially (laughs) that she could like she had her like her clothes strewn about everywhere and and, like actually did her hair that was like I thought that was really cute and And then it's kind of into it how he she he's like is she getting ready for me for me yeah (laughs) I thought that was so cute and then I was just like oh I miss being like a teenager and like having a crush and like trying to look good for them no you're right I was as I was reading that I was really trying to sum like to sum up those feelings like I feel like being in a relationship as long as I've been in and you of course Mm -hmm. like being married you kind of like I miss that feeling of like having oh, yeah. a crush and like oh, yeah. being nervous and like now it's like you and I could just fucking wear like a plastic you know paper bag oh, God, and like literally matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've lived through a pandemic with our partners. Yeah. At it. You know, they they know that we're not dressed. But it's like I do miss that feeling of like, ooh, what should I wear? Like, ooh, I want to like look cute and like yeah. wear perfume and like. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I wear perfume for myself, but. It was yeah. fun when you were, like, a teenager and had yeah. a crush and trying to look cute at school or wherever. So cute. That was a good – that was really cute. Um, um, and then they wear the same thing. Yes, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and then they're in the car again. Uh, but Bella's driving this time. Oh, right, 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 because he promised. And he can't stand how slow she's driving, <laughs> which I don't blame him, honestly. If you're a fast driver and you're, yeah. like, used to going fast and he knowing that she you... was too under the speed limit, yeah, like, oh two miles God. under the speed limit. I mean, her dad is a cop, I guess. So That's true. She's got mm-hmm. to yep. follow the... And also, it's like, road. Edward, don't you... Your whole thing is, like, wanting her to be safe. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, she, a little hypocritical. Well, yeah, because chapters ago, she brought that up to him. She was like, if we got into a car crash right now and hit that tree, right. you'd, you'd be... Fi- you'd walk away. I would be turned into a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I get it. Yeah. Um, but they're driving, and they're just flirting. And I, I like when they flirt. It's cute. Um, yeah. I liked when she was, like, freaking out because he said... Oh, we're like gonna be on a trail or we're going to this trail. <laughs> we're hiking. I know <laughs> that was really cute. And at first I thought she was freaking out because she was worried. Like, this is of course my own brain. Is if mm-hmm. a dude that I didn't really know very well told me that we were going hiking, oh my God, I didn't yeah. I would immediately think like he's taking me into the woods to murder me. Oh my god. But right? But then that, she that happened to me before I met my husband, and <laughs> oh my I was god. like not like he was trying to murder me, but like I like our first date was like meeting in a park and he was like, Do you want to go on a hike? And I was like, um 
no, like we can go on a trail, but like, I don't want to go on a hike with you. I just met you. Yeah. He was, danger, he was danger. fine. He was a nice guy, but like, if you're listening to this and a guy, just listen, I don't yeah. know. Just even if both of your biggest hobbies is hiking, maybe just wait, wait until fifth, you, fifth, yeah, fifth. you just, I'm sorry. Like you just really, I, you, you just no. really can't trust men. That's no. really what it comes down to. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. And you so of course can't. that was my first thought, but then of course Bella is just like worried about like hiking and stumbling oh and shit. And I was like, you dumb bitch. I actually wrote that um, I kind of think Bella was sipping dumb bitch juice this entire chapter, but again, she's 17. I got to keep that in mind. She's 17 because she, okay. So yes, you know, your vampire boyfriend loves you, right? Okay. You know, your vampire boyfriend loves you, but to Wait, does Go. she know even that he loves oh. she lo- he loves her at this point? Like, I don't. I guess. I guess know. I don't remember that. I mean, maybe. Uh, no. I feel like at this point she kind of had an idea. I'm trying to think of like where this was in Twilight, but um, this was when he brings her up. This is like as if you could outrun me. Oh my god! Yes, as if you oh could god. fight me off. The <laughs> worst scene. <laughs> my oh my god! My best friend's mom hates that the scene worst so much. Scene or the best scene. <laughs> My best friend's mom hates that scene so much that when we watch it, she like skips through it. (laughs) I personally, I personally love that scene because of how like funny yet good it is. is. Yeah. But a um, great outtake because I've seen obviously all the outtakes where, um, he's like, I need to show you what I look like in the sunlight. And he's running with her up the hill. And Kristen Stewart's like, dude, dude. Cause he, he's, he's pulling her so hard that she's tripping over everything. Oh, it's so isn't cute. That, isn't that like in the real movie that like, doesn't it kind of show that she, or maybe I've no, only, she, she I'm starts, seeing the outtake and yeah, that's what she I'm starts, thinking of. She starts laughing and she's like, dude, you cannot pull me that fast. It's so oh my cute. God. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Don't even make me start talking about Kristen and Rob. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I will. Robston forever. I um, I, so again, I have to play devil's advocate with both of them. I understand Bella not wanting Charlie to know. I get it. She, you're a teenager and your dad's are, your dad's the freaking chief of police. Okay. I understand wanting to keep it under wraps, but I would have told Angela. I would have told Jessica. I would have told yeah, I anyone. Told yeah. Oh yeah. Or like she could have told Renee yeah. of all people because Renee would have known if she didn't hear from her she after a certain resume. time. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to her ex. Okay. Wait, um, really quick. What? I was explaining to my mom at dinner over the holiday about how Renesme is Renee and Esme together. Literally, this is what I'm talking about at my family dinner. I love it. And so my sister-in-law is like, oh, what would it be if you did Joe's mom and your mom? Like, oh, what would you name your kid? And I was like, because my mom's name is Jean and Joe's mom's name is Michelle. Uh-huh. And so we're like laughing. We're trying to put the names together. And all of a sudden, my sister-in-law looks at me and she goes, Machine. <gasps> that would be your baby's name, Machine. Machine. I'm trying to think of mine. Okay, so Lori and Susan. It would literally Losing? be sorry. <gasps> or, sorry. Or um, losing. So it's like... I think sorry is your baby and machine is my baby. Yes. Machine, sorry, sorry and ravioli. <laughs> oh, my God. And resume. Actually, um, I really want to know other people's <laughs> the baby name please. of um, yes, them and their partner's mother's know. name. Yes, please let us know because <laughs> sorry and machine are out there and they're waiting i'm like uh, machine would be a really dope baby name oh my god yeah or like imagine really introducing your, like, yourself as machine <laughs> uh, yeah um i'm machine i like <laughs> it sounds legit it does also like it's sorry legit. sounds like something that a kardashian would name their child yes, so it does. sorry <laughs> but it would be like s-a-u-r-i-e uh-huh right? oh for yeah. sure yeah pretty dope maybe stephanie meyer was onto something <laughs> or still sucks. Anyway. Renesme forever. Um, I just kind of again, like being a teenager, I know that she know she like in her mind knows that Edward will not hurt her. But girl, you're still going out into the woods with a man, let alone a vampire. Vampire man. At least tell Angela. At least tell your mom. Yeah. At least tell Jessica. 
You don't have to tell anyone. She admitted that she purposely did that. She's like, I know what it would do. Oh my God. I just, I know. And then the funniest part is he gets so pissed at her. He's like, I get it. I understand it. (laughs) (sighs) I understand it. He gets so (laughs) mad. And I thought it was cute how he's like yelling at her. And then he's like eyes on the road. Cause she just like tries to look at him. And And then he's like, like, snaps back. That was a cute little fight, but it's like a little, he's just like so hot and cold. He's like so bored. He is. He's like Mr. Nice Guy. And then he's just like, how could you do that? You stupid idiot. (laughs) Her moods are giving, sorry, his moods are giving her whiplash. Yeah, that's right. right. (laughs) Um, But it was, it was before he started getting so pissed at her. They had some cute, um, flirting as oh he's like making fun of the way that how slow she's going or like her truck and she's like this truck is old enough to be your car's yeah. grandfather <laughs> and i wanted I, to be like he's old enough to be your great grandfather that's so fucking right <laughs> and then i wrote um chin up smile which i thought was cute because that's a very kristen stewart thing she does a oh yeah does like it, a chin up grin. i this chapter specifically i was really able to envision um, yes being Bella this That's was like so the funny. first one that, that is I so had. funny you say that because I wrote the most Bella I've seen in uh-huh. all the chapters absolutely this yeah. chapter so I true it continues because from right now I feel like I don't even know who this character is yes I, I granted I it's been a while since I've read Twilight but mm-hmm. I mean it's still fresh like I know who she was as like a character Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is the most Bella. I agree. The most yeah. Bella that she's been the entire so Midnight true. Sun book. And there's lots of good dialogue again. Um, at one point, oh, I guess this was when they were hiking. Fucking mm-hmm. bitch just only cares about hiking. That's like all she complains about. Um, they do that little, there's that little where she was like, I can be patient. And so I was like, mm-hmm. aw. And then he or. It, it said her tone was caustic and I was like "Ooh, big word Stephanie Meyer I like that because it's like caution caustic uh-huh. I didn't that's like a word that was a new word for me I didn't realize that but obviously context clues just means context. that she was like warning him off mm-hmm. so I like that her tone was caustic points for Stephanie Meyer um I wrote pleasurable what did that what was that referring to say it again I just wrote pleasurable pleasurable oh my god i I wish i knew no it's because he was talking about how he was helping her over over logs and stuff like he'd hold her hand to help her up and he he like referred to that as pleasurable oh my god what an old-fashioned i know and like so cute because he was like i thought when we would touch it would be frightening yeah but it's that it was actually pleasurable so that was cute i this chapter I know it was a short one, so I think that's why like it's kind of just it's just them go- walking up the um, meadow, it's like but, lead up. Oh yeah, and I think what helped is like I think it's easier for him to understand that he's not going to hurt her when he's actually physically mm-hmm. with her. I think yeah. when he leaves her, he that's has too much point. time to think. He has way too much time to think mm-hmm. that's because he doesn't point. sleep. His mind moves faster than a human. Mm-hmm. And I think even when he was a human, I have a feeling he was already an overthinker. So I think, like, the reason why the probability, like, because um, she'll be like, it's 80-20, it's 70 like, whatever, yeah. is because, I mean, I guess you could call that anxiety. I'm just going to call it overthinking. But it kind I think of, that's what he does. It makes me think of how they say that if you're mad at someone, you should, like, if you're 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 gonna treat them differently if you're face to face with them uh-huh. versus if you're not with them. Oh yeah, and that's so true. Like it's oh, about everything. Course, yeah. If you're annoyed or whatever with something, like I know with like my boyfriend, if I'm like annoyed with him, I'll stew and stew and stew. If I'm by mm-hmm. myself, but then once we're face to face, I'm like, it's oh, way it's different. Not, right, it's not that big a deal. So that yeah, that's a really good point. So I think him being near her is what actually helps him. Like mm-hmm. because it even goes, it's like. Alice called him on his flip phone, probably, um, and was like, it's 80-20 now. I just wanted to like, oh, let yes. you know. that was cute. Which I thought that was cute. Um, but I find it, I found it, so they're like, what, in the meadow? 
mm-hmm. or they've made it to the meadow and he is envisioning like the look on her face mm-hmm. like if he were to and that's what stops him which like good I'm glad you thought of it that way if that's what stops you from like right murdering her (laughs) but I think he's a little too hard on himself I don't actually like I understand that it's his instinct um but he think I think him overthinking it is what causes the probability to ever go up yeah and like it's funny because there was one point where he took his sweater off and he saw her looking at his arms and Mm -hmm. he was like this is the look she's giving me and I'm not even like sparkling yet basically and I was like, um, she's yeah, looking at your arms because you're hot. <laughs> no. It's like, um, listen, Edward. <laughs> like, you have no fucking clue, dude. Arms Ellis Juan is horned up. Okay, <laughs> she is. A- <laughs> uh, and like Edward, a.k.a. Rob Pattinson. Yep. Has the most perfect arms because they're Ugh. not like, to- they're not, they're toned, but not muscular. They're not- yes. They're just like perfectly like thin. Yep. I love. I love to. I love it. Me too. I'm just a really big fan of Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Um, We also learn that Bella is a cat person. So snaps for Bella. (laughs) Same. (laughs) That was great. There was a tiny bit of dialogue in when they were walking up to the hill. Um, Oh, the... The someone she's talking about because he asked her, yes, cats or dogs, and she's like, I'm pretty sure cats. I wouldn't know though because like I only had a fish, and mm-hmm. you know I had three. And okay, so speaking of though, like fish are just hard to keep alive in general. But <laughs> I've never had a fish. I have, and they're really hard to keep alive. It's really sad. Oh, um, I know. So, but. Uh, I kind of laughed at her like serial killer joke and I'm glad yeah. that he laughed at it too. And like, I just like when they like joke together again, yes. this is the most Bella that we've like, seen in a, like the entire the book. That oh one. yeah. <laughs> yes. You mean I would be the meal. Um, oh, I would be the meal. I, like I would also like to say uh, justice for Renee as I do because <laughs> she's becoming my favorite character. I fucking relate to Renee so much through Bella's Bella saying um, mm-hmm. that she didn't want to be tied down to anything. Yeah, she doesn't want to be anchored down. Dude, I am like Renee. I'm realizing that of all characters, like I am Renee because I'm like, <laughs> that is my biggest fear in life is like having something that I can't get out of. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like ask my boyfriend. <laughs> he knows that that's <laughs> like having me in general is a huge feat because I just hate being like being tied down to anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, why does Renee, again, why does Renee get so much hate? She's just a badass bitch who likes to travel the world and like not have any pre- like commitments, basically. I mean, yes, it was sad that Bella was like, she admitted that she felt like a burden. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that's sad. the part that people, because I know when I was listening, because again, I was like, uh, I'm not here for Renee slander. Um, <laughs> but... I do, I get why Edward was kind of like, it sucks that Bella feels like she was like an anchor. But I don't think, I never think that's how Renee felt because if you recall, Renee also tries to get Bella to come back to Mm -hmm. Jacksonville. So, you know, I think she just, she needs to like be able to like, she wants her daughter around, but she also needs the ability to like travel and... That's why her and Phil work so yeah. much. Because he's a traveling, you know. Right. He's not it? the chief of police in a small town in Forks. Exactly. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. He finds someone. It's all right. <laughs> That's right. Ew, what? Sue? Clearwater girls. <laughs> um, and then I just ended with Monster Kink. I don't know why I wrote that. Probably because Edward just literally never stops calling himself a monster. Yeah. And he doesn't know that, like, that's literally what Bella's into. Yeah. And that chapter literally ends on him like walking. about the to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice cliffhanger. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I know. <laughs> what we're all waiting for. <laughs> I hope he says it. I hope he says it. He probably won't, but I really hope he says it. Iconic. This is the skin. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And that scene where he was sparkling was, like, so... Uh, I hated that scene. They could have done that yeah. so much better. I know. So much they could have done it any other way. Yeah. 
But so that was chapter 16. Yes. I liked that one. I know. I did like these chapters. I would say A for both. Mm -hmm. I agree. Especially. Yeah. Now I just want to say. We're more than halfway. Oh, we didn't even mention that there was foreshadowing to the dinner scene, which is cute. There was. Yes. Um, Very cute. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. Is that oh, what yeah. she wears the khaki skirt? I'm pretty sure. I'm I hope pretty we get sure. More, I hope we get more clarity on that. <laughs> I hope so. I've seen so many memes of people being like, what do you think the like khaki skirt looked like? And I, I don't think it's this like really long one that everyone yeah, is imagining. I think we talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely like much more flattering, I think. It's much more flattering for someone. I almost said someone who was alive in 2005. That's not <laughs> what I mean. I mean like someone who was... A teenager. Yes. In 2005. That was very much the vibe. It's, it Abercrombie. Was a, yeah. Like, and it's not what everyone is imagining. And like, so, maybe it hugged her butt or something. Like, maybe Edward was into that. Maybe, yeah. Are vampires into butts? I think, oh, probably. <laughs> we know Emmett is. Because <laughs> he's a himbo. <laughs> Oh, I love Emmett. There was not enough Emmett in these. That was the only person I'm missing. Mm -hmm. Not enough Emmett, not enough Esme. Mm. Yeah. There was a hint of Esme, a little sprinkle, but... A little tiny bit. Ugh. All right. Well, that that was that. Damn. Do you know, Kaylee, it always surprises me that we're able to go a full hour talking about this stuff. (laughs) It never surprises me. Like, I'm always just like, damn, we fully talked for an hour. We're... About Twilight, but I I I mean, it makes sense. I remember there was a time when I was like, we have to cut these down to like a half Mm -hmm. hour and it's like impossible. Oh no. Honestly, I was worried about that too, but a lot of podcasts that I listen to are literally like two and a half hours, three hours long. So we're fine. We're like, and I think right in a sweet spot of people with, you know. I should tell you our last episode has 32 plays. Oh yay. And we have an estimated audience of 21 people. Thanks for listening to chapter 15 and 16. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Podcast. We hope everyone has a fabulous new year. We are going into 2021 with lots of positivity. Oh, yeah. And- Lots more Edward. (laughs) Yes, a lot more Edward. The Twilight Renaissance is not over. No, it's not over. It's all the 20s. It's all the 20s, baby. That's all it is. It never ends. Never. (laughs) It's immortal. It's immortal. Oh, and don't forget to stay safe, please. Stay safe. For the love of God, stay safe. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love ya.